No pants. Oh, I was hoping no pants. Welcome to Beers Plus Threes, where we try to solve the world problems one beer at a time. This us today is the king and dictator of the Daves. It is David Brown. <laughs> what is the body count on Kevins this week, David? Uh, all the Kevins have been removed. <laughs> From Sweden? Yeah, all the Kevins are gone. No more Kevins in Sweden. So, uh, there Kevins... There was a max exodus, a max ex- exodus of Kevins. Ah, all eight <laughs> yes. of them. All eight of Kevins <laughs> left the Swedish area. All right. Good rate. Also with us today is Rick Senior Sausage Anderson. He is the sausage man, the man who loves the sausage. (laughs) He is loving the sausage so much (laughs) that it is it's it's insane the sausages. He wears them around his neck. He goes to special stores to get his sausages. These are the kind of rumors. He stops on street corners and asks men for sausages. No, these are the kind of rumors that I don't need started about me. (laughs) Anyway. We are are plus three, and Dave is interrupting me. That is one strike against the Daves of the world. Kevin never interrupts. (laughs) Kevin never interrupts me. But that's okay. We are... Be a plus three, yeah. We are. Yeah. Should I just do this for the whole, the whole thing? <laughs> yeah. <Probably> no. <laughs> I wouldn't want our German listeners to be offended. You mean our German listener? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's one German. guy in a bunker. There might be. Yeah, there might be some guy in Germany listening. Who knows? I wonder. Germany guy, if you're listening to this episode, we apologize. Yeah, for the stereotypical German accent. We didn't mean I just it. Did. We didn't mean it. Hey, it could have been worse. I could have done an entire episode of Hogan's Heroes. That would have been worse. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's not hor- that's not horribly racist. <laughs> I don't know. Is it racist? I don't know if it's racist at that point. It's always amazing well, me that things more, like it's that. It's more master racist. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see how shows like that would go over today if, I mean, you know, they they would just never make it to TV in the first place nowadays, but I would love no. to see how something like that would go over, you know, the I don't reaction. know, didn't they make a movie back in the 90s? Did they? Or early 2000s? I don't know if they made it in the 90s, of Hogan's Heroes? Yeah, they re, like did a remake and made a movie out of it, I thought. Like, during that time when they did, like, the Brady Bunch movies and the Scooby-Doo movies, they were doing all these 60s and 70s uh, TV shows, but movies. Oh, I okay, I know. Remember that? And I thought but they I did don't... Hogan's Heroes, but I could be mistaken. It was probably starring, like, um, Tom Arnold or some ridiculous person like that, but... I don't know. I, I don't will, know. I will intern that yeah. shit. You intern that shit. Dave, go ahead and talk, and I'm going to pour more beer. I'm just... I'm, oh, I'm, oh, oh, oh. Speaking of... Beer. Talk, no, uh, speaking <laughs> of talking, uh, I did talk with that bartender at the pub that I went to earlier. Yeah. And he definitely said that they're not interested in supporting oh. a brewery whose owners... Uh, are unrepentant sexual assailants and that wow. if they nice. can, if I can, if I provide them with the information that, that Bree sent me earlier, then he'll take it to his boss 
and get all that stuff removed from their shelves. Cool. Nice. Very nice. Well, good. So, I, I'm then, glad. And if, and if you need happens, to write an article about that in uh, in the Betty pages next month if they do that. Yeah, I can't. I can. And then if that happens, and he seems really receptive. See, Swedish people don't fuck around with that stuff. Yeah. Like, it's very possible that the that the the type mm. of sexual assault that happened would be classified as rape here. Like, it's really broad. The the rape the rape laws are really inclusive for other term uh, other types of sexual assault that we don't associate with rape so hmm. they, they don't they don't fuck around good like they're, they're really should. on they're really on top of it and so that type of thing is something that people really actually just care about as an everyday part of their lives oh but you so, can't even you can't even compliment a woman nowadays without getting into trouble is that is that the sort of thing i mean that's what that's the typical characterization that you hear when you hear places like sweden that do that it's like you can't even say something you know nice about a woman without it becoming a, an issue is most, that you hear that about sweden i've heard yeah i've heard that kind of complaint about not about sweden, sweden. really no. yeah yeah you can't that's compliment really, a woman in sweden or you can't like, you can't really flirt with it. her or anything like that what that's oh, yeah, yeah. I, that i'm okay this is coming from well you're not supposed to stare at her tits and go hey you're pretty <laughs> okay that's not okay flirting. that's that's creepy <laughs> You know, it, and it's not like that. I mean, I like yeah, I went. I, I was so. really drunk one night, and mm-hmm. um, this is years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to be uh, polite, but I did it in the most r- r- rude way possible. <laughs> I noticed this girl. I, I noticed this girl was wearing a really nice pair of jeans. Like it, it was actually a really nice pair of jeans. And I thought to myself, that's a really nice pair of jeans. And then I was like, I wonder if she looks at her butt when she leaves the house like my wife does. <laughs> like she'll leave the house and she'll look at her butt in the mirror and then she'll turn around. Oh, and look. this and is then, going and then nowhere good. She like left the house and she's like, my butt looks really good in these jeans. So I walked up and I said, and I said, your butt looks really good in those jeans. <laughs> Not really. Not really the best. So all the dots you connected in your head did not translate (laughs) through that compliment. I was really drunk. Anyway, anyway, I guess she wasn't expecting that approach, especially from somebody speaking English. And uh, she kind of just like gave me a look and she's like, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> and then i just went along my day like i had i i was just gonna do like a drive-by a compliment a, drive, a drive-by compliment and it turned into be like a drive-by creepy guy and she's like she was taken aback and she's just like thank you like searching for the english word to say to some rude asshole in the bar and she's like thank you and i'm just like yeah that's hey that's me that's walking away the camel toe is not bad either <laughs> This Your front Sweden. butt looks have, nice we too. Have, we have moose knuckles. <laughs> That's right. Men have moose knuckles, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, was that was that the sign for moose knuckles forever? <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't want uh, moose knuckles no, the, forever. You were asking about uh, being able to compliment women. You yeah. know the. Of course you can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Wasn't making that case. No, that's I, just what I. No, I know. I know you weren't. But I'm saying is that, that. I mean, that's just ridiculous. It's just people have. 
people have evolved a sensibility that isn't yeah. archaic. Yeah. But I mean, you didn't, you you didn't have the... To, you don't walk up to a girl at work and say, nice cans, sweetheart, <laughs> and smack Sugar pants. Unless it was the day where you bring cans of food to work for charity. <laughs> Those are really nice fellas. Those are great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a lovely stuffed beaver. <laughs> you have a huge banana. Thank you. <laughs> So yeah. it's just Sweden has just as a society for the most part evolved past that. Yeah. Um, and it's not weird or awkward or difficult. It's just life. Yeah. And yes, there are people that that complain about that, but they're not the majority and they're not. Yeah. They're not respected in their discourse because they're backwards idiots. Yeah. Because. Society has just moved on from that here. Right. Not everywhere, of course, uh, especially when you get older, older people, uh, my age and, and older. You get people that are just, you know, they just haven't quite caught up with the times. But like people Sarah's age and stuff, that yeah, this there is some of that, of course, because you're going to get stupid machismo idiots. But machismo, the, not machismo. Uh, Machismo. Yeah. Well, well, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, it happens, but it's everybody realizes that it's it's not a problem unless you make it a problem. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of cracks me up because uh, that's always the Sweden. I, I, so you guys have not noticed that right winger Sweden's become like a favorite target in like conversations oh, yeah. and things. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Because I, I think people about it all the time, and they think that I'm some idiot from the U.S. That you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I literally live here. I'm literally, <laughs> I'm literally a citizen, and yeah, yeah. Um, living in Sweden, uh, and I did, I do this in Mexico every time I go, and when I lived there, it was the same. Do you ever like point out things about their behavior and culture and whatnot that you find hilarious or just silly? that they do all the time that they don't notice. And when the, you point it out, they, they don't even realize they're doing it. Like when I go to Mexico and when I lived there, I was fascinated with the fact, and of course I, I lived in Mexico city, so maybe it's just Chilangos, but, uh, uh, in Mexico city and in, in, I think in Mexico in general, they have this weird habit of like pointing out the most obvious thing, like just, they just point out the obvious. Yeah. And that's oh. apparently now our new talking point is whatever obvious thing they just pointed out. It's like, yes, you're right. That is a blue car. <laughs> Why did you tell me that? <laughs> that's just the weirdest fucking thing. But they, they love to point out the obvious. My wife still does it. It's just like this ingrained Mexican thing that they do. <laughs> and it's not like a negative thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just this thing that they do. Is there something in Sweden that you've noticed that, that people tend to do that is is not bad or good or annoying or anything. It's just something that they do. Don't think too long. This is a podcast. <laughs> That's true. Dun, not really. Dun, I, dun, I, dun, not really. Dun, dun. It's so life is. I mean, things are so similar here as they are to to back home. Yeah. That, I mean, really? there are some like. Oh yeah. Hmm. It's not much different at all, and it's it's different on a deeper level, not on the surface. There are a couple of things on the surface, like um, 
Swedes are really impersonal. Yeah. Um, they're yeah. Like you talk, you, you talk about the weather and you, you stuff like that, and that's that's pretty much like the the deepest you get, unless you're you're drinking with your buddies. Hmm. Um. So so yeah, and I joke about that a little bit. Um. They're not very friendly. Like you can live in an apartment building your whole life and never know your neighbors. Because everybody just minds their own fucking business. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> I know. I mean, it, it is. It is It is really awesome um, because you don't get, like, little nosy Bettys that are, like, peeping through their, their, mm-hmm. their yeah, curtains. Yeah, but it's kind of sad, too. I mean, it, I, and, I'm, and I'm not that way. Like, I've, I've met my neighbors, and I say hi to them. And, and if you're walking down the street, you don't... <laughs> This is something that I point out. If you're walking down the street, you don't just like see somebody, and if you accidentally lock eyes, you nod or smile or say hi. Yeah, like I would do that. Yeah, that's Sweden, that's very no, American. You don't do that. If you accidentally lock eyes, then you get embarrassed and you put your eyes down because uh. you definitely don't say anything. I did this. I did one time. I locked eyes and I said, "Oh hi," and then this lady started having a conversation with me. I was like, "Whoa, back, back up, back up." <laughs> Uh, I wasn't trying to be friends. He likes me. Um, he likes me. Yeah. Somebody yeah. out there talk to me for the I, first I, time in 17 years. I'm not invisible. <laughs> so there's, there's, a, there's a little bit of that, but yeah. on the surface, hmm. most of the people are really similar to back home. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's see. I, that's what one reason I like Mexico is they're they're even more friendly and like handsy than like we are. Like they, yeah. they will just invite you to their house. You haven't, they haven't even asked your name yet. And they'll be like, Oh, come on over and eat. You know, they're just nice. They're friendly. They're, they're just happy, yeah. you know, and they're, they're talkative and they wave. Like we'll walk through uh, Santiago de la Pena and, and from my wife's uh, uh, house there and mm-hmm. through the streets, everyone's like waving and yeah. saying hi See, and I would, smiling. I would and, love that. And it's just that, that, they're just super friendly people. Deanna and I always make an effort whenever there's somebody new moves in, like in, especially in our immediate area. We always like try to, you know, catch them mm-hmm. at some point and introduce ourselves. And it's it's just so weird the range of reactions. You know, like yeah. like we have people on one side that it's like right off the bat they're super friendly. It's like we talk to them almost every day now and see mm-hmm. you know hey wave and everything when we when we're outside. And then we have like other neighbors who are like it's like super awkward. It's like you can kind of tell they're not into meeting, and it's like, and so we've literally we've had like uh, people living um, on either side of us. The houses on either side of us sold uh, to new people within the last year and a half. And it's like on one side we've got people where we feel like we're we're good friends with them. On the other side, it's like we barely have even maybe spent like two minutes saying something <laughs> in passing. It is so weird, and I, you know, I. I I always feel like that's kind of weird. I I wish America was a little bit more like uh like what, how you're describing Mexico. Because mm. I think I suspect a lot of it is, is that people just think that everybody else doesn't want anything to do with them, you know. And yeah. so if you lived in a society where it was just like a lot of waving and saying hi and stuff, it might just kind of break that down. Well, I think I think it's very much like that in you know how uh, uh, the states is made up of many different cultures, and those cultures tend to glom together. Of course, it's very natural for people to yeah. to you know glom together in, in pockets, 
And and if you go to those areas, I'm, I'm sure like in Texas where they have a large Hispanic population, the, the, in that area, it's probably just like that. People are friendly. People gather and, and cook together yeah. and, and be yeah. together. And then you got the other people that don't do that. So, I mean, it's just... I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, see, it's, I think that's very much a cultural thing. I'm cool with like breaking. I, I'm not. I don't have to have people around me who are like me. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, I'm okay with whatever. Whatever's there. Like both the people on either side of us are super religious. Yeah. And it's like we still. It's fine. I don't care if you're religious or whatever. Yeah. I'll be you know good neighbor with you. It's it's just strange. That you know so where many, I've ran into that? Where the weirdness? Yeah. Now that my daughter's 10, she starts to go hang out with other people and their oh, families and stuff. Oh, yeah. So things like some fam- like some other parents like don't even want to talk to us. Yeah, isn't that weird? And then like other parents are like, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" Yeah. You know, and then some parents will be like, "Oh, this is great. This is great. This is great." And then we just never see that kid again. Yeah. It's like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> We were always weirdest stuff. We were amazed at how often, you know, when the kids were younger and they would have a birthday party or something, how often, like a kid that we don't even know, their parent would just pull up, drop them off out front. They'd come up to the door and the parent would take off. I'm like, oh, that I I don't have a problem with that, but but, it's nice to touch base with the parent at least. Yeah, yeah. It's like come in and say hi. I mean, Deanne and I always did that to the point where, like, Mason used to complain at us. He goes, could you guys not come up and say hi? It's like, well, we just want to meet them. Yeah, of course. Just want to introduce ourselves. What's the big deal? Okay, but make it fast. You know, it's like, it was <laughs> like, that would go play. Yeah, I know. And it was like, he's got different Legos than me. But it is weird because I think on the on the whole, more people are less inclined. I mean, like like I said in the birthday party scenario, it would seem like most of the parents would be a lot less inclined to coming in and saying hi or introducing mm-hmm. themselves. I just I don't get it. Yeah, and that that was one of the complaint that my wife has about like Nikita's friends and stuff like that is is that well they're children, but um, uh, she has the complaint that uh, uh, you know when whenever we make a party, you know, especially like Nikita's birthday party, it's like. Please, parents are invited, kids mm-hmm. are invited, and you know we have gin and tonic, we have beer, we have juice, we have soda, we have healthy food, non healthy food. We yeah. you know have food for the parents. We have food, for, you know, yeah, yeah. None of the parents will ever show up, and the few that have are like, yeah. oh my god, this is awesome. I've never done this, before. and that is extremely normal in Mexico. Like if yeah. there's a, a, a even a bachelor party, like a, a bachelor party, it can often be yeah for both. You know, men and women, and it's just a big party where people drink and get together and play games and do yeah. their silliness. You yeah. know, and that's that's something I love about the Mexican culture that we don't have. You know, like, that's... we love to separate all this, compartmentalize all these people and things yeah. Yeah. that it it doesn't feel personal after a while. Mason got invited to a birthday party when he was like in third grade, fourth grade, or something mm-hmm. around the time where he was getting the whole attitude of don't don't introduce yourself, don't come in. And I was like, okay, fine. And Three, I was, eight or nine. Yeah, and the the kid, we showed up, and it was a Mexican family, mm-hmm. and so and I was like, I'm gonna go up and introduce myself, whether you like it or not. So <laughs> he goes in, and they're doing the whole party in the backyard. So he goes through the house, and I'm and I'm trying to introduce myself, and they don't speak English. Yeah, so it was a little bit awkward, and I was like, okay, well, whatever, you know, no big deal. But they were, 
despite not, or they could speak a little bit of English. Despite that, they were like, it was really obvious they wanted me to come back yeah. to the backyard. And I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to make my son so angry. But I was like, because okay, they want to feed you. That's really what. They that's actually do. what that's, it that's was. That's their whole fucking goal. We got. I got into the backyard, and it was like there was just tons of food, and they had the. Uh, what was the? I always forget the type of cake that Mexicans are known for. The tres leches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that was the good, first time I'd ever had it, and I was like, good. I know, I just wanted to grab uh, like a quarter of that cake and take it with me. That was so freaking good. But uh, yeah, that was it, it's weird. Even I didn't even speak their, you know, we don't yeah, speak each matter. other's language, and they still wanted me to stay. I'm like, okay, I'll hang out. I don't care. I'm having fun. Here, the here the thing is that one of the cultural um, safeguards that they have on their for their whole system and and, and allowing their whole system to work, which is their social welfare system and everything like that, is that they don't want to know anything about anybody else's business because they just don't want to be involved. Yeah. Like, nope, none of that is my business. I have no interest in knowing about you. I don't want you to know about me. I want to just live life as if you, I'm here by myself. (laughs) <laughs> I'm doing my thing. Huh. And I don't I'm, know anything about anything about anything. And they, that's how we keep peace is because I never learn anything offensive about you and you never learn anything offensive about, about me. When we talk, we talk about medium temperature things that yeah. are not a, superficial. We don't talk about religion or politics. Yeah. We don't talk about anything. We talk about the weather. We talk about sports. Um, we talk about stuff like that. Yeah. And that's the and that's the extent of your interactions with almost every single person, because that's what keeps the peace. Yeah. Yeah. So it's and that's what's really funny about Sarah and I is that Sarah's worried that I'm going to say something stupid. All, I'm going to embarrass us by being friendly. Um, by by being friendly, that's fucked up. When it comes to the kids, the parents of daycare and Nathan's friends and things like. She's like, just don't be you. I'm like, well, I can't really talk anything about that. And she's like, well, if you're going to be you, at least be quiet about it. I like that. Um, and it's even to the point where sometimes she'll ask me not to go to some things. Um, and I understand because it really is awkward. Yeah. Like, because it's not just a parent by parent thing, and some parents are this, and it's not some kind of cultural mixing pot. I mean, yeah. it's pretty universal across the whole country. And she's like, "This is a situation where you really just need to not go, because you're, of course, you could go and you could be fine, but it's not appropriate for you to be you." in that situation and I would rather have you not go than to have you go and feel like you had to hide your personality. Oh, okay. And so sometimes that happens like yeah. some birthday parties that Nathan is invited to. She's like, you can go if you really want to, but this is probably one that you want to sit out. Hmm. Oh, see, I would want to go to a lot of that stuff. I just, yeah. It would be, it'd be interesting yeah. to, to well, go the to thing, that. The thing is, is that Nathan, it doesn't bother Nathan. No. Is that it? Is that it? Really, it really bothers Sarah, not because she's embarrassed about me, but because I mean, it really is counterculture. She's she. It sounds like she's more embarrassed in a way by the culture than she is you. 
there's some of that, but also she, uh, the daycare that my son goes to, he's also going to be going to regular school there. So we're going to be interacting with these parents for, for the next seven to eight years. Yeah. And they need, they need to be in, in injected with Dave very slowly. That's that's the thing. That's the thing is that you got to give them the slow Dave injection. Exactly. Um, exactly. Small and, uh, bits at a time. You right. Can't, you can't just you can't just go. You can't go three can't, knuckle all the way in. Like, you got yeah. you got to start with go, you know just, just the tip of the finger. With no, with no, no lube and a fist. Yeah. And, yeah. You don't want to um, just start fisting right so out the gate. She, the pro and the problem is is it's that a price. Just, There's a price to that fister. If, if Swedish parents become uncomfortable around me, then Nathan would actually suffer. Oh, oh no, I've, we've already run into parents, that, yeah. Because parents parents go to these parties with their kids and sit around and talk about, ho oh, oh, ho, oh, it was 10 degrees yesterday. And they, so... Yeah. Tell me that was vodka. No, it was tea. <laughs> ah, fuck. So the thing is, is that Sarah doesn't want me to accidentally screw up Nathan's chances of being invited to things when he gets older because the parents have decided that I'm too not, I'm too personal to be acceptable at their party so Nathan can't go. So what do they, and I mean, what, what do people, like, like, let's say that she could, like, control you for the whole time during the, like, what kind of stuff would you do? I'm trying to picture what's a friendly gathering of adults in Sweden, like adult semi-stranger or just only mildly acquainted people. Like, what what kind of stuff can you talk about or what can you do? <laughs> it looks like a 1950s high school dance. They just sit on the other side of the room <laughs> staring at one another, and then people smile once in a while. See, that's, yeah, really, that's, I, weird. that's the thing is that I really don't know what's – I really haven't been able to, to figure out. What's right. acceptable and what's not, which is why I have so many so many problems going to these things. Yeah, is because I don't I don't have the ability yet to pick up on the clues, the social clues yeah. that they get off when you start getting into areas that are inappropriate. Like I, I get the big ones now. Like when um, Sarah invited some of her friends from when she was in high school over, and they're they're a family, and they came over as a family. It was a a mom and then three daughters and she was friends with the three daughters and friends with the mom and they all came over and this is when we had first moved here and they had just met me for the first time mm -hmm. and Sarah <laughs> said something off the wall and I looked at her and I said Sarah shut your horse mouth <laughs> <laughs> and of course it's not like I've never said that to Sarah before I mean it's a joke that we've had yeah, yeah. anyway her friends never came over ever again oh so there's no, there's no, I, that's weird. There's no of, communication between adults, which I find weird. And I've run into that with uh, like my daughter's friends' parents. Like they do not want to communicate at all. They make like split minute decisions, and then that's it. We never see that kid again. Yeah. And, and I'm like, well, if my daughter did something, or if we did something, we would like to know. Yeah. You know, yeah, we yeah, yeah. communicate no, no. with us. Yeah. And no. there is none of that. There is none they've of mastered, that. In, they've mastered we're ghosting we're before it was cool. Hmm? Oh. They've <laughs> mastered ghosting before it was cool. Oh, yeah. Like, they <laughs> cut, off, cut off communication, and then that's it. It took years before Sarah hung out with one of those girls again. Wow. So what is it? I mean, to me, that's like a 
do they not appreciate irony or I mean, obviously, you're not calling your wife that. You're, it's a joke, and clearly, it's a joke. So it's not uh, there. Maybe it wasn't clear for them. I don't. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. There's. I don't have the ability to read those social clues because they're really. It's a social structure that's so different. Yeah. And, but it's really subtle. Okay. Yeah. So well, you I'm, you have mentioned before that in in, in it, it, it seems Swedish culture has uh, a, a certainly a, a, a certainly a more somber uh, uh, culture from what you've described, but their their sense of humor is not exactly what ours is. There's not a lot of satire and irony and and things like that. There's not a lot of sarcasm. Okay. Yeah. See, and that that's that makes up the majority. Uh, what everything we just stated that makes up the majority of American yeah. humor is satire and and you know sarcasm and all of that. Okay. And that's I think one reason why I was able to get along in like Mexico has that too. I mean their their entire deal is 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 sarcasm and and satire. I couldn't live without sarcasm. It's like my lifeblood. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is that even in Mexico, they often like completely. You can go right over their heads, like what? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it may be that I'm just saying it in English, but uh, even in Spanish, sometimes it's like that kind of went over your head. Didn't yeah, it? Yeah. But one, it's of okay. the, one of the nice things, though, is it makes me really fun and popular when I'm drunk, when we're all drunk. Ah, uh, yeah. Because when Swedes get drunk, they lose all of those social inhibitions, and they're talkative, and they're funny, and sarcastic, and and friendly and personal space is not an issue and all these other kinds of things. Um, and so when we're all drinking, like that's great, but I'm 42 years old and I'm a five-year-old's parent. We're not going to one, one year old. We're not going to five-year-old birthday parties and getting shit faced and having a good adult time. See, that's why I like Mexico. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That would be perfect. like, Like for example, for example, I went to, I went for with work. I went to Lithuania um, a couple months ago. I'm sorry. And we, no, it's, it's a beautiful country. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, and <laughs> we stayed the night there. And so that evening, we went out with some of our colleagues from the Lithuanian office. And they're a lot more friendly and open like I am. Mm-hmm. And so huh. their their ability to like really be, to really associate with me was so much greater than their ability to associate with the Swedish people. Yeah. But we went out that night, all of us, oh, to, to some jazz club. And they were like, oh, let's awesome. take it to this cool jazz club. And we were there for like an hour and a half and two hours. It was really loud. And we were just sitting there. And all the Swedish people were having a great time. And then all of us were like, I can't talk to anyone. I mean, I, the music is okay. But it, then they got into some of this, like, Anybody, it's like open mic night, and I was like, nobody wants open jazz mic night. Like, no, no. <laughs> so, so eventually, I looked at the I looked at the people, the Lithuanian people that we were with, and I'm like, seriously, we need to get out of here. We need to go to like a real bar, yeah. and so we can talk and get to know each other, so that we can, you know, develop a friendship as opposed to sitting here and listening to really loud, shitty jazz music. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, that's a great idea. So we convinced all the Swedish people to do that. And we went to this bar down the street from where we were, where it was literally a bar, a pool table, and a foosball table. And we played foosball. Nice. And and talked for like two hours and had a blast. Yeah. Yeah, mainland Europe is so awesome, by the way. 
Well, the, the thing was, is that the Swedish, the Swedish people had gotten then at that point drunk. And so then we all were on the same page. Oh, nice, nice. So, but it was, it was, it was really wonderful. But in Sweden, that, I mean, you don't go out and get drunk with your work colleagues. Hmm. Now you need to work at a casino then, because... That's whatever uh, I'm going I'm, this this August and I think in October I'm uh, going as well uh, to the like these user conferences. Jesus yeah. Christ! Trust me, the alcohol flows, and it's not like it's and because because I mean that's where I mostly see like Lucas and stuff, like Mike Lucas and stuff, and uh, so the the vendor will just buy alcohol for everyone. Just keep yeah. drinking. Doesn't matter. Just keep drinking. <laughs> You know, it, it's like this weird thing, and that I have that nobody else, like professionally, really talks about. Yeah. Uh, in other professions, like your profession, or or probably even the banking industry, maybe not on uh, maybe on his level, maybe not. Yeah. But uh, um, it's that wow. There's just a lot of alcohol involved in the that's, business. Yeah, I, I in the industry I'm in. That's like unthinkable. You don't do. There's no alcohol ever involved yeah. in anything. I remember once back in like the early 2000s when I was made the web developer at the at the paper. Mm-hmm. My boss took me out and we had a beer. And then I came back to work and I was like hyper paranoid. I was like, oh my god, I drank. A I beer. had a beer. I had a beer at lunch. <laughs> a beer like, you didn't even like at the time. Yeah, I was doing it. I drank it because standard nerds. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to insult him. I didn't want to insult his uh, generosity, you know. So he, he took me out to get a beer. I was well, like, the, the thing here is, it's not that you, it's not that you can't do that. I mean, yes, you, you can do that. Yeah. But it's that your life is not your work. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So of course. you go to work and you always go to lunch with your colleagues. Yeah, you, and you've you've mentioned that before. You go to lunch with your colleagues, and if you don't go to lunch with your colleagues, then you're weird. Really? Yeah, because that's where you socialize with your colleagues, and that's where you develop the office relation, the the friendly office relationships between your colleagues is at oh. lunchtime. Okay. You, you don't do it like at work. You don't like talk to other people at work. Oh, we work at a bank. I mean, we're busy. Yeah. Well, so, I'm, I'm busy at work, too, but... <laughs> but you work in customer service. That doesn't stop Jeff from playing grab-ass. <laughs> That's true. It doesn't, but... Fucking grab-ass and all this goddamn grab-ass. DN hates it when I use that phrase because it's such an old man phrase. You know, like, if we're, <laughs> if we're at a restaurant but somewhere and, like, the, the food's is, taking a while, I'll, I'll be like, oh, they're back there playing grab-ass. <laughs> yeah. Here in Sweden, generally, your work colleagues do not want to hang out with you after work. They don't want to go get a beer with you on Friday. Yeah. What they do is they work with you, and then you go out at lunchtime. And if you have a work function like a pub night or something like that, which your job will generally set up for you, yeah, they will have these, and then you will socialize with your with your work colleagues and be friends. And when you go to Lithuania or something, you'll do that. Yeah. But in a regular thing, they're going to leave work. They're going to go home and spend time with their family and their friends. Yeah, huh. and that that does not include you. Yeah, and that that's fine. That yeah. makes sense. I, I mean, I've I've done very much the same thing. I mean, and it's funny because you know we have that that sort of uh, mentality in the United States of of you know you know you're almost defined by what you do, and yeah. and your work is life. And I have several uh, peers and uh, uh, that 
you know, that basically is it. Their that work is their life. They hang out with people from work. Yeah. If they hang out with anyone, they do, you know, they or the family. It's like work friends or family. That's the only people they hang out with. And they work a lot. Yeah. And they only talk about work. And then I'm almost the exact opposite. I'm in, obviously in this way, much more Swedish at work. I hang out with people at work. I'm cool there. I'm, you know, I, I try to get along with everybody. But when I go home, I have friends. Sorry, I have friends outside of this yeah. thing, yeah. this place, this establishment. So it's funny because I will, uh, you know, I'll take pictures like uh, when you guys visited from Sweden or our or trips to, to Portland or whatever, or yeah. just parties in general, yeah. um, especially Black Friday, there's, there's always pictures. And so it's funny how like my boss can actually track, like he knows all your guys' names, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and so he he tracks, he can track everything by these photos. It's like, oh, where's that taken? I was oh, that was Portland a couple of years ago or, you know. <laughs> Oh, Dave visited oh, last summer, you know, whatever. It, it, he, he, but he also, he, while it doesn't necessarily annoy him or anything like that, he respects that. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. because I've separated, I have a life outside of yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, so. I think you, I think you bring up a really good point is that here in Sweden, your, your life is not your work. Yeah. Yeah, which is a good thing. Yeah, it is. You oh yeah, but it's very very cultural. You work to support the life that you live, Mm -hmm. and that's one of the reasons why the social welfare system is set up in the way that it is, is because it's it's to encourage you to live a life that's that's worthwhile, that is allowed to be lived by the work that you do. You don't live so that you can work your job. You work your job so that you can live. Yeah. And that's then that's a cultural thing, and it's and it's not just cultural. Like the people feel that that's the case. It's also supported by the way that the government runs. It's the Swedish model, mm-hmm. of the Swedish model. Like it's a real thing. It's called the Swedish model, and it's that that your life is not your work. That your work is is there to supplement, sup, is there to facilitate your uh, living a, a good and healthy life. Yeah, you you work to, you you work to live. Don't you don't live to work. Yeah. And right. that's and so that's something that I think the the United States really suffers with. It does, and that's one of the reasons why why when you live in a or when you work in an, in a job or an industry or something where you literally do have to make work your life, you end up only having work friends and hang out with your work and things like that. Where that's yeah. not the case here. Yeah, I mean it's, I mean here your your boss can't call you on the weekend. It's against the law. Really? Yeah. Um, he can email you. Yeah. But you are not in any way required to answer any of your work emails until Monday morning. What if he comes to your door <laughs> with a bottle of vodka? Then I'd let him in. Yeah. I don't care if he's and, breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking you know, the law. and you guys can communicate <laughs> over social media and things if that's what you really want to do. But it can't be work related because he's your boss. Oh my yeah. God! That would create absolute havoc in the United States if that law were implemented. It would be genius, though. <laughs> oh, it'd be great. I mean, please. I mean, I w- I went to work yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Jesus Christ! Um, uh, uh, Thursday morning, I was at work by two a.m. Yeah. 
and I worked till about eleven or twelve a.m. I don't or eleven or twelve, uh, and and then I went home. And because Mother's Day for Mexicans is on the tenth of May every year, um, so it was kind of we we decided to celebrate because I got off work early. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, we decided to celebrate, but anyway, we um, later that afternoon, I, I'm getting I'm inundated with phone calls from my techs and and managers and stuff like, what the fuck's going on tomorrow? I don't know what the fuck because something big was happening. So it was just yeah. you know I I get calls off hours all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know. that's not that's not legal here. <laughs> huh. That's way it should be. It's How interesting. Is- I mean, I I don't mind it. I mean, well, but the, th- the thing is, is that you're not pa- you're not paid for that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, but I am because I'm paid salary. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I'm paid salary too. That's true. That's true. But 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 no. If they were to do that, I could go to my union, and then the union would say, "Hey, you either need to stop that. You either need to pay him more, or we're going to file a complaint with the government that you're breaking labor laws." Or give that man a blowjob. <laughs> and the. <laughs> That doesn't. Ha- that also doesn't happen here. It's <laughs> <laughs> what? Sweden is outlawed blowjobs. Well, it is a job. They should be paid for at, it. At, at, wor- at work. Yeah. Do people? Yeah. Well, what if? What if you're a prostitute? No, no, because see, you have to report a second job to your boss, and nobody wants to go to your boss and be like, "I have a second blowjob." So it's actually a hand no. Job. It would just be called blow at some point. <laughs> The job is implied. Um, what do we think of this beer, by the way? This is a beer podcast. We haven't talked we're about like the beer We're like 45 once. minutes in. We haven't talked yeah. about one fucking beer we well, had. Well, let's, let's talk about the one we were drinking when the, when the oh, podcast espacio. started. Oh, Espacio. Espacio. Eclipse. Hola, Espacio. <laughs> that, should, that should be their slogan. Almost. <laughs> it's Eclipse. It is a Mexican-style lager from Ecliptic Brewing. Did yes. I get it right that time? Because I never it right. get it right on you my... Said, you said Mexican correct this time. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Finally, I said Mexican correct. Yes. Mexicano. <laughs> um, the only... And this is one thing I love about Ecliptic Brewing. The only romance copy is Fresh Lime Zest add, adds a subtle citrus tartness to this liquid sunshine lager. There Done. we go. It is a lager, and actually, I loved it. I yeah, liked I did it. Too. I liked it, was it a, a lot, it too. solid three. That's exactly what I would give it. Yep. Espacio? Espacio. You get a trace. <laughs> I did Todo. say it right, right? Trace. <laughs> way. So what's the the second beer after that was Kulshan Brewing's what? Uh, what Greenwood is Summer Greenwood. Ale. This is brand new. It's only a 5%. It's only 5% ABV, and uh, IBU's only 40. So we're talk- we've been drinking some pretty low ABV uh, yeah, I was gonna say, I'm, alcoholic. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> um, the Espacio. I'm not feeling it. I just it. I have to say it that way. Espacio. Espacio. Yes. Um, este noche en Univision. Espacio. Uh, alcohol by volume, only 4.8. So, I mean, that's... No, we're, we're, we're keeping it. We're keeping it, you know, low-key today. Yeah. It's a low-key podcast. It is. You guys want to... I'm going to tell you something ridiculous. All I right. Just learned about, I just learned about this the other day. Okay. Here, we everybody gets five weeks of paid vacation a year. Yeah. That's... That's everybody gets it. And if you don't actually get the days, then you get the extra pay split up over your, the rest of the year. But you know what? Over that five weeks, 
the pay that you get is actually increased by 10%. Wait, what? what? For every... For that five weeks of paid vacation, you actually make 10% more than you normally would because you spend more when you're on vacation. Oh, really? (laughs) So they actually pay you more for your vacation pay than they do for regular pay? Because you spend more. Wow. Yeah, trust me, I spend more than 10%, but that's just because I drink a bottle of tequila every day. But... I just Seriously. found that out the other day. That's genius. Yeah, that's great. I know. That, that's yeah, sexy. I don't care what you say about Sweden. It's sexy. <laughs> They're sexy. Sweden, it look. It has a nice... Its butt looks really nice. In those jeans. <laughs> yeah, Fucking... Its butt looks really good in those jeans. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we, we didn't I can't mean help to... it if I have a sweet ass. That's sweet. true. That's true. A sweet ass? A sweet ass. A sweet ass. Oh... <laughs> That was really great. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that smile. That was really great. Can I say um, that again? Because that was really great. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, my God. I, this was a no swearing podcast, and you just blew it. You just totally blew it. Well, it's no my Tourette's. I can't help it. <laughs> what? Why would you can't have a no swearing we should, podcast. We should do that sometime. Have a podcast where we we no swearing. We swear off swearing. Oh, fudge you! <laughs> we would just use like these Midwest terms, you know. Oh, oh, geez. horse pucky. Oh, cheese no. and rice. What you really need to do, Rick, is you need, you guys need to have a, a podcast where you with cheese maximum and- swearing. <laughs> you need a maximum swearing podcast. And then, and then the then next in one editing, in the editing, literally beep out all the bad words. <laughs> Or we could come back and do some ADR and fucking just make up like fudge. Oh god! And do a bunch of those. Oh, and like those insert stupid, those in there. Like whenever you watch a movie on Poopy. like a movie on like TBS where they where they have that alternate audio track that it, where it's yeah. got that on there. Freak! Everything's like freaking like freaking. All of a sudden, Bruce Willis sounds like fucking yeah. uh, Rip Torn. That's what you do. What make, do you think you're freaking doing? Of, of like Samuel L. Jackson saying something not swear, and then Mother. dump that over all the all over the jumper. English mother freaker, do you speak it? <laughs> oh but, my yeah. god! By the way, speaking of beer, what kind of beer are you uh, drinking there, Dave? Oh yeah. Uh, the first beer that I had is a local brewery here in Vesteros. Uh, is that the, the puppies one? Covered in puppies. No, that's on the polo. That's in, uh, that's a, they're actually, a, that's a brewery in Stockholm. They're founded in Stockholm, but they're really a, a wandering brewery. Is that they go to different breweries around different places and brew their beer at other breweries. So they're like a strict collaborator, essentially. That's, that's interesting. So I, I I guess I don't I don't know. So they exactly they go to other breweries and brew beer there. So they're kind of collaborating with those breweries to brew their beer, correct? Right. Yeah. I guess. So, um, hmm. but this is Coppersmith Brewery, and they have they uh, this is their summer IPA. It's six point six uh, ABV. Um, and read it. Read it. <laughs> It doesn't have any. It doesn't have any flavor text. Lower your voice. Oh yes, it. yes it does. But romance really copy with Dave. Read it. Read it all sexy. Read it. it says, 
Coppersmith Summer IPA Air and O Filtered IPA made Nick a character. Uh, I think it has a lot of character. I believe it does too. It'll come to you. Peter and Hug Beska some Balancereas made Fructiga Smucker some Mango Papaya Oak Ananas Passa Il Grillad Nut Flesk Oak Lamb. Ah, excellent. I, I like it. I, like I understood it a lot. the mango part. <laughs> And the yeah, papaya the, and the banana or and the papaya, right? And it's, it mixes really well with grilled um, beef, pork, or lamb. I thought I thought that you said beef, pork, and lamb, but hmm. I was like, wow, yeah. there's lamb in that beer. But no, it, was, <laughs> it just pairs well it, with it. And it's mango, papaya, and uh, my beer is made with lamb's blood pineapple. <laughs> and pineapple. Ah, and pineapple. Pina. Is a, the second one I had is true blonde ale. It's from someplace. It, uh, it'll come to you. It, you'll get there. It's going. It's going. Going. Well, while Gone. you're looking it up, I was. It looks like it's so a they, Swedish beer. It looks like. Oh, yeah. nice. It's brewed and canned by. It's in it from a can. So brewed and canned by Ska Brewing Company. Oh, Durango, Colorado, USA. It's an American beer. Oh. Hmm. In Durango. It has no flavor text. That's good, because we really don't need any more <laughs> flavor text. We have no flavor text today, by the way. On we don't. Yeah, you have a hell? bottle in there, though, that might have flavor text. I'll go grab it. Or are you going to go up. grab that bottle? Because yes. we're almost done with this bottle. Yes. By the way, the Greenwood is fucking fabulous. It is good. It is good. Um, uh, Coulson just recently changed their uh, appearance, their, their, their branding, as it were. And so they, they kind of went through and got rid of... Wait, that's not flavor. There's a bottle in there. I know, but the bottle's from Icicle. We've already done Icicle. I don't this. care. I like what Icicle. Is what is this? Uh, Silver Moon. Silver Moon Brewing. I wanted to try this. So. By the light of uh, the, the silvery silver. moon, <laughs> oh, your sister June dropped her pants in my room. There's, there's romance copy on this. There, is there a romance copy? Oh, you were fuck, there is. About, you were telling me about Caution. What did they do? Uh, they changed their uh, branding. They uh, Basically, their, uh, what do you call this thing? The logo? Logo, yeah. yes. They changed their logo oh. thing. Oh. Logo thing. But uh, they, like they sold off all their old logo stuff at like half off. So I ended up getting all kinds of cool oh. shit from them really I wish, cheap. I wish I would have so, done that. Yeah, I, I kind of got on the tail end, and apparently nobody bought that... Uh, they had the they had Stanley Growlers, yeah. So they're like you know remember all the old Stanley uh, coffee uh, mm-hmm. thermoses? Right. They have a growler like that, and I was like fucking hey! And my oh. wife got me one for Christmas. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so they had a matching cup with it, and now I have the matching cup, which is awesome. Oh yeah, that's cool. Very cool. Super cool. But now they got new, new, new stuff, and I want it all. I have to say, I like their, I like their new logo. I think it was a good change. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they yeah. were kind of going for that classic. They were really trying to kind of rip off Rainier with their last. I was going to say that's what. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, that's what I'm getting out of this though. Really? <laughs> the K. The, the typeface. Yeah. The typeface. That is nowhere near put Rainier. This, put it on the screen the, so I can see it. 
Mm. May not be Rainier, but it's, it reminds me of something. So I mean, oh. it's it's not really. This is much more uh, simplistic than right. their previous one. Right. But yeah. uh, um, I don't have any of their previous stuff with me right now. But otherwise, I would show you. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, no, they they have some new stuff that's just gorgeous, and I like it. Yeah. I did buy a Bellingham Beer Week shirt. For the first time ever, yeah. This Bellingham Beer Week that was That's a couple cool. of weeks ago, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. My wife got one too. So I've never gone out for anything for Bellingham Beer, beer Week. It's because you're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you guys really celebrate Bellingham Beer Year. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, that's true. We, yeah, it doesn't matter what week. Yeah, it always feels doesn't like, matter. It always feels like something. week seventy-two. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever the fuck week it is, I don't care. <laughs> We've been drunk for 72 weeks. Let's hope so. It's more than a year. I've been drunk you for a year. like the Pacific Coast Tap Trail. <laughs> yeah, which is now opening up, apparently, or something's happening with the Tap Trail. They're, they're doing some sort of, like, Washington Tap Tap Trail. Now. I don't know. I didn't read any much about it. Oh, so now you have to do tap tap trail, long uh, distance. tap tap trail, and you have to do like long distance travel to it's get a double all your tap trails. <laughs> what? Now you have to do yeah, like long distance. Yeah, travel. exactly. You have to go up and down I five. Let's not encourage drunk driving at all. <laughs> Why not? Um, yeah, that's actually a good point, though. <laughs> but you don't have to do it all in one day, like I, that's we tried what I was to do say, on the tap trail here. As long as we're not trying to pull that crap that we did. Or you guys did. I didn't. I didn't join in on that a couple of oh, years ago. Oh, you should have. It was so much fun. If my wife hadn't gotten so fucked up, I yeah. would have finished it. That day, the day that you guys did that, I was actually um, taking my child to to Bellevue because for two things that he was obsessed with at the time, which was Lego bricks. The they had they have a Lego store there, mm-hmm. which is awesome. If you're oh, and you guys went to Lego. Valve, didn't you? Yes, we tried Valve to find Studios. Valve's headquarters, but yeah. they were. Uh, they're very secretive. They don't make yeah. their, their presence known. And so we actually had the wrong building. I found you? out I, I found mean, out later no. that <laughs> I found out later that we had the wrong building completely. Oh, did you? Yeah, which is kind of sad, but um but yeah. The Lego the Lego store makes it worth it though uh-huh. going there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was worth the trap trail, it was so much fun. Yeah. But my wife, I had to pour her into the car. I remember and that. Night. Jesus Christ, she was trashed. <laughs> my God. I was a little upset with her. I was like, "Fucking really?" That was a, yeah. I'm sure that was a long day. Well, it was. We, I mean, we started what at like uh, 10 a.m. and uh, by the oh, time God. I left, the guys, Yikes. which there was only like three or four people left, yeah. um, out of the what like a dozen people we started with, there was like three people <laughs> left, and <laughs> um, but I think it was like 11 o'clock, 11 or 12 o'clock when I left. So. Yeah. They only had like an hour left, but they only had two stops left. Well, to do. I remember joining you guys uh, like toward the end, and it mm-hmm. was just like it was like you guys were just everybody was just fucked up as all it was. Oh yeah, we were <laughs> we were gone. It was it was fun though. I enjoyed joining you guys at the end, but it was funny because I was in Bellevue, you know, trying to have this day with my son, and I'm just getting all these messages. Where are you? You should have come with us. We're having a blast. Like, it okay. was fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> but yeah, what are you gonna do? No, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we we need to. Uh, well, we're when uh, me and my wife are in Sweden with you guys. Uh, I think we need to. You need to just create your own tap trail. I don't care what it what it involves. Let's just do it. 
the, the only problem is it's so expensive. Yeah. Like really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It it sucks the joy. Oh, does it? Uh, it really does. Because I mean, you can go to the you can go to the liquor store here, and you can buy a good beer for for three or four dollars. Um, or you know, you can get up to five, six, seven dollars. Or the really expensive stuff is can be ten dollars or something like fifteen dollars. Like the last time I was on the podcast. Yeah. But if you go to if you go to the bar. You're paying ten dollars minimum for a beer. Wow, no, that's like strip club price prices right there. So does that yeah. copper, does that Coppersmith Brewery that you were just talking about? I mean, it says I looked them up on Untapped, and it looks like they're in your neck of the woods. Do they have a like a public? Yeah, they're in they're in Bastros. Yeah, okay. Do they have a place you could go to to have some of their beer, or is it just a only only buying at the store? I don't. I don't know. I think they do have a place, but the laws are such here that you can't really have like a store that sells your own beer and food. Oh, like the beer really kind of has to go through the the liquor store. Oh, so, so I, I don't. I don't think they actually have like a pub. Yeah, right. Oh, that sucks. You can't have a brew pub. That really blows. So. Uh, yeah. That's, the laws are changing a little bit because microbrews are becoming something, becoming a, a large enough of an industry that they're starting to be able to break into the the monopoly on on alcohol sales. Yeah, cool. Uh, it's not it's not like you just open up a brew pub and get a license to to do your thing and and then the liquor license just comes with with an application. Mm. Um, it's like. The application alone, and that's not even guaranteed that it's going to be a past, is like five, six thousand dollars to get an application just to just to make your own beer on yeah. a scale that you could sell. Right. Yeah, that's not even guaranteed that they're going to approve it. That's just to, to apply. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Uh, see that there's the the strange dichotomy of uh, like you know in in a country is 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 advanced and is i'm sorry i'm gonna say it amazing as sweden i mean you guys have the the systems that are in place for your people but then you i don't know that that seems restrictive in a way it's almost a uh um a a very what we would call like a right-wing way of thinking even well, though your a lot of your laws are kind of leftist, but yeah, but it, to me it seems okay. So, but that in that case, that is the government. You know, that's those are laws catering to somebody who wants to start a business, and mm-hmm. so, so it seems to me that Sweden's really sensitive about things that in, in you know impact the individual, but they're not so. It's like they don't give a shit about how a business is. You know what I mean? It's like they're less sensitive about how something impacts a business versus how it impacts an individual. And that's right. where that's where it seems like it. it and the, be and the thing is, is that is that having really loose alcohol laws historically has impacted the individual to such an extent that it was an epidemic. Here we talked about it once before on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah I remember did. that. Yep. And. Um, so and that still is it still is that way. They just haven't ever gotten around to change is slow here. 
Yeah. Well, so, change, I think change is slow everywhere, but... Yeah, but that's kind of the, the thing is that, you know, it's... And it really takes... There's really been no need for it to change because it's not like you have micro-wineries rolling, rolling around Europe or anything like that. I mean... Right. So, uh, well, but, yeah, you kind of do. I mean, when I was in south of France, we stayed at one place. Yeah. And you could see the entirety of the winery around us. And then I went to that winery, and then, like, right next door was another small winery. And then yeah. there was, like, three or four wineries that you could see from the porch of the house I was at. Wow. Right, yeah, but that's, it was, that's it was France insane. And, and, like, Germany and Belgium and stuff. But, I mean, Sweden isn't really known for wine or beer or anything like that. True. Yeah, and yeah. But it is changing. There, there is pressure to have it change because microbreweries are becoming a real thing. That's funny, um, though. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So I was actually I was at a, a, a political party meet and greet uh, earlier this evening or last <laughs> Friday night, um, and we were talking about that. Is that we were we were talking about how one of the ways in which you can help small business is by lowering the uh, restrictive legislation for microbreweries to um, enter the industry, lowering their yeah. tax burden. And we were talking about that hmm. specifically. So, but it, it's a long road. Yeah. Um, what, what, what sort of, uh, um, if you don't mind talking about it, uh, what sort of like political meeting were you going to? I mean, there's a, there's a, a, a relatively new political party, um, that has, that has formed recently that, um, they, they were, they're an offshoot of the, of the moderate party here. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're called the concerned citizens party. And that sounds ominous. Well, uh, all the different parties. I mean, we've got thirty different parties. Yeah. So, I mean, not everybody can have a really cool name like the Laser Jet, you know, Shark Hunters. <laughs> it sounds like an awesome party. I want to belong <laughs> to that party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Laser Shark Hunter vests. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Hey. Lasers for everyone. <laughs> if it's got lasers um, and it's got sharks, laser sharks in every home. <laughs> um. Anyway, and so it was a meet and greet because the the local party is very small. Yeah. Uh, the the national party is a little bit bigger. Is is bigger, but yeah. the local party is very small. And so the 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 county party or the the province party, I guess maybe you would call it Basmanland. Um is coordinating uh, meet and greets for people that are interested in learning about the party in different places in order to get more local support like here in Vesteros. Nah. So, um, one of my colleagues, a very good friend of mine, is on the, the list for the national party um, for their parliament. Uh, so okay. If, if, I was gonna, I was, that was my next question. I was going to ask you uh, of how you... Why you were you invited to this, and how did you go there? Obviously, yeah, this is why. Uh, the the if the party gets elected to the Riksdag, the Parliament, then they have a Riksdag. preset. List of, nope. <laughs> that was my phone. <laughs> that was his phone dropping on the floor. By if the way, the, 
if they get elected to the parliament, then they have a, a, pre, a list of, of people in the party that would serve in the parliament, depending on how many seats they have. Yeah. So huh. they have five seats. The top five people on the list would, would serve in the, in the parliament. Yeah. And he's, and he's on that list. And so he's. Is that he's a paid position or is that like kind of a voluntary position? No, it's paid. Oh, okay. Just, uh, just it, out of sheer curiosity. No, it's. Uh, if you're if you're in the in the national parliament, it's a pretty much a full time job. Yeah. If you're in the regional or the or the local uh, parliament, so to, it's not called parliament, but the, like the city council or something equivalent. Mm-hmm. That's a part time job. Um, but what they do is. You work at your regular job 80%, and then you work at the political job 20%. Yeah, oh, okay. And, and then your political position pays you 20% of your working job salary. Hmm. Oh, so if you're like uh, a, a CFO, you would just make that same salary, but 20% of it at the other you thing. And if you're like a, 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 a sous chef, you would make that. Or however it is, I mean, right. Hmm. right, and then and your job has to allow you to do that. And co- quite anybody could just go into that parliamentary position. Anyone, as long as they're on the list for the party that gets yeah. elected, yeah, of course. But oh. as long as you're on in the fact, list, in fact, there's only two people in in this party's uh, city uh, party. There's only two people in the party currently. My friend. And then this guy, this 18-year-old kid that just graduated from high school. Um, and so they're the only two people on the party list. He sounds so if qualified. So if they, if they win in the, the local election, yeah. they will be on the local, in the local parliament as a paid position. Huh. Interesting. Okay. And so this 18-year-old kid that it was... He's on the list because he's the second person in the party here. Um, he gets to be he gets in the parliament, the city council, and he gets paid he gets paid a hundred percent because he doesn't have a job. Huh, interesting. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, I'm not that into politics, and I don't under I don't pretend to understand all of it. But interesting, absolutely. This beer, it's okay. Really? This beer is not that great. It's pretty. It's pretty weak. It looks kind of like piss too. <laughs> but it's called True Blonde, so maybe it's. Oh, you had a blonde ale after your IPA. Never do that. You're drinking. You're drinking down. Don't drink down. Take it backward. But it's independently handcrafted. Okay. I don't know what that means. I don't know how you. In, what did they brew this specific beer? Like no, 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 no. We're not going to do a batch. We're going to brew. Can by can, like a home brewer. Yeah. No, it's independent. So, uh, they had, they had, they had to fight for it. <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't rate the Coulson, by the way. Um, oh, so you guys rate. You, you guys rate solid. You guys rate your beer. I have, to, I have to go get another beer. So I'll be right okay. back. All right, okay. and I have to pee anyway. But the green one, I, green I gave one, it a. Th- I, that's a four. For I me. gave it that a three. Was, that was super delicious. I drank that after the. Espacio. Espacio. Um, I drank that and wow, it just blew. It just bloomed, <laughs> bloomed in my mouth little region. Well, I, I, I think they were both a three, and actually, I, I would give this one a four. 
So I think this is where See, you I'm and I diverge. Opposite. This is so this is uh, the Silver it, Moon Brewing. And I like Silver Moon Brewing. It's IPA 97. From Bend. 97. So, yeah. I, IPA 97. This is their 97th IPA. That's why it's lost. It's it's like, you know, when you copy a tape, it gets less and less. Than <laughs> 97th. Um, no, that's not how that works. In I, don't but. So. I don't think so. Um, I, I'm really enjoying it. It's um, they, they say on the romance copy. Hold on. I will read it. Okay. Welcome to romance copy with Jeff. <laughs> I love how I have to introduce my fucking self. <laughs> anyway. I'll do it if you want me to. Is that what you want? I would like that. Can you try? And now, romance copy with Jeff. That's better. Oh, I feel so special. My sphincter is just... Squeezing and laying It's just contracting It's fucking amazing uh, Sometimes life is all about destination Especially if your life is beer And your destination is Bend, Oregon Packs a punch With bold, tropical fruit and citrus zest flavors Creating a light pine aroma This, this romance the copy. Light this romance copy. Of the silvery moon, your sister June. I really like this because I can, room. I can, I can. I'm getting the, the, you know, the fruity flavors that they're yeah, talking about. I, it's watery. I don't, I don't know. It's really I, okay. I don't know. I mean, obviously, this is like one we're clearly not going to agree on. But I, I, I would give this one a four. I really Let's like agree it. to punch you in the head. Stop it, Jeff. Stop no, it. it's it's not bad. I'm giving it I would give it a three. Absolutely solid three. I think mm-hmm. if I drank it before the uh Greenwood, yeah. I'd probably really enjoy this a lot more. Yeah. I was a little indifferent. I mean uh, the Greenwood was not bad. It was just like a little eh. Tastes like so many other beers that I've had. What did you give the Greenwood? Three. You fucking douche. Now three three is is good. Three is good. He's good. He's good. <laughs> That's why you're hounding me about this fucking uh, silvery moon fucking edition here. Hey man, I'm just trying to try some new stuff. That's all, man. You can try some. <laughs> I got some uh, fucking Georgetown in the freezer right now. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. Let's see how cold it is, shall we? I gotta go pee, and I'll pick some up on the way. Let's do that. All right. Go enjoy that pee. I'm gonna, let me start up the car. I'm gonna go pee. <laughs> What? Duncan what? Trussell. Why would you have to? You know, it's funny when we started the podcast. I always tried to talk Jeff and Mike into like whenever you have to pee, because obviously we're going to have to on a on a beer podcast. Yeah. We should be very subtle about it, and like we'll have like hand signals or something. We'll signal each other that we have to pee, and so the other two will just carry on, and uh, you know, we'll it'll it'll be all smoothed out, and nobody will know that the oh, person you left. Sweet summer child. <laughs> And, you know, me making that suggestion, of course, means that they basically had to bring attention to it every single time. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. I didn't realize you were new. (laughs) I'm I'm still, uh, you know, feeling my way through this whole podcast thing. (laughs) So what time is it there right now? Uh, 2.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're just still uh, still drinking away, huh? <laughs> well, I went I went to that that meet and greet at uh, let's see, 
I, it started eight and a half hours ago. Yeah. And so I, I was there for three hours, and then I went to pick up my son. He was at a he was at a friend's a friend. My friend was watching them, watching him uh, while I was at the thing. And so I went there, and then I had some wine with them for about an hour, and then I came home and drank a bunch of water so that I could hydrate before this. Yeah. So I've been drinking <laughs> off and on for about eight hours. Very nice. Yeah. You're so European. Oh my god. Well, there's there's two kinds of drinkers. There's tractors and Ferraris. There's what? Tractor. <laughs> there's what? What is it? What did tractors you... and Ferraris? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm a Trafari. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something from a George R. R. Martin novel. <laughs> and the Trafarian came to me. I have news for you, Jon Snow. You're actually a Trafarian. <laughs> Absolutely. And Speaking of which, when's he going to get out the next fucking book? The Righteous Butter. Nice. Yes. So, it's soap and glory. I don't know what this is. This could be something... Uh, that so, touched some people's parts. I see for, a half-naked woman on the front. For people not but watching the uh, video feed. Oh, it smells it smells yummy. Jeff has like a pink yummy. container, and he's opened yeah. it up, and there's a... Soap and glory is uh, a little blurb Wh- What exactly is Very this? Very dry skin formula body butter. Oh, where did, body butter. Where did or, this come from? In French, it's formule pour... Formule pour... Sèche... I'm really terrible at French, by the way. If you couldn't tell, French people. Fucking terrible. Crop smear. Crop smear. Crop smear. Butter body. Body butter. Yeah, say it again three times. Crop smear. Crop smear. Crop smear. Crop smear. So what is that? Where where did this come from? What did you? I don't know. I was peeing. I looked down and just saw the righteous butter. You please grab that out of our bathroom. Yes. <laughs> Mental note, did not steal it from your bathroom like you blame me for stealing oh, your shit. Oh, oh, God, you're going to never let that fucking go, Fuck are no. You? The first oh person you thought God. of stealing your shit was me? Because you seem like the type that would Am pull I, a prank like Dave, that. Dave, you've known me for 20 plus years. Am I a thief? Okay, okay, okay. Here, here, here. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. No, I, did, I don't. Actually, what would be worse is like he would bring some stupid shit to your house and leave it in your bathroom. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of person I am, yeah. He's like, I didn't know I had a big green dildo. <laughs> Jeff. Then you should probably think of me, yeah. Yeah. If there's a giant veiny cock like hanging from the mirror in your bathroom, yeah, Jeff might have had a part in that. That like, might you might cross. Like if you're having a really nice dinner and you invite Jeff, and you go into the bathroom and there's a really huge tub of hemorrhoid cream like right <laughs> on your sink. Yeah, Jeff would leave shit for you. He's not going to take anything. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, of course. Ah, the son didn't forgot his key apparently. Absolutely. Oh, beer. I love beer. I think we're getting close to final thoughts. Yeah, we are. We're at final thoughts. I know. I know. Fuck you guys. I don't I don't want to leave you, Dave. And I can't wait to come to Sweden. Um and we could do we're gonna do the exact opposite of this in in Sweden. I know, it's gonna be nice. We're gonna have we're gonna but we don't have podcast stuff. Oh, I'll bring it. 
I'll bring, done bring the podcast. <laughs> Not this shit, but I have uh, I have uh, a Zoom that I can bring, and we'll oh, we'll nice. figure it out here how to hook it up, and then we'll just take it there and we'll do uh, what we need to do. Well, I like the yeah. idea of me doing a podcast where I'm basically sitting at a table looking at a at an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Actually, you should probably make it your computer, and then we could record it from there yeah. on my Zoom. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll 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 figure yeah. it out. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah, I really like this beer. I don't know. Um, I, I guess it's I'm I'm middle of the road. Yeah, okay. it's middle of the road for I'm, me. I'm currently drinking Popple's Passion Pale Ale. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, is there a romance it's, copy? Uh, yes, it's in Swedish. Oh, oh yay! Not this again. <laughs> this is going to be as good as my French. Tropiska Tana, Erlen som du hela i din hand är i grunden and Valhumla pale ale of character. I'm picturing the Swedish chef thing. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm smocked. Yeah. Do you want to know what it actually says? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, something, something, something. <laughs> passion fruit. Uh, the dark side. Taste. <laughs> something, something, something complete. <laughs> <laughs> You're very good at that. I can, I can do a pretty good impression of that guy's voice. Yeah. <laughs> you read Swedish. Yeah. I was going to say all it sounded to me like was I am Groot. So, <laughs> <laughs> has anybody seen the Avengers, the, the new one? No, no. the new I, Avengers. I, I, I normally go see them in the theater <laughs> because Avengers. I think they deserve. That's to be what I'd be calling them. It's the Avengers. Okay. Because I'm old. Has anybody seen the Quiet Place? No, oh. it sounds pretty. Good. Oh, that sounds fabulous, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I, I know. I really want to see I really want to see it in a theater because I guess the experience of being in a theater with that movie is really Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Because but I, who was it? Somebody warned me. Somebody warned me like if you're gonna go to that movie, do not buy snacks. Don't buy anything because forty five <laughs> minutes of the movie is in complete silence. No music, no dialogue, nothing. It's just wow. silence. And every crackle of every piece of popcorn or like M and M's pack, whatever you, you know, whatever whoever's drinking something, you can hear every bit of it. <laughs> So Don't fart. Apparently, their daughter made the mistake of buying like a pack of M and M's, and yeah, it was not. Everyone like turned and just stared at her. Yeah, yeah. So, but I can't wait to see that movie. Hey, I think what? tonight we're gonna watch Ready Player One. Uh, is what we're gonna watch. Uh, yeah, oh, it's now available watch, to eagle, watch illegally watch in HD. So I'm gonna watch it tonight. Yeah, too. it has Korean subs, but that's okay. Have Whatever. you? There's a movie, by the way, on Netflix that I would very highly recommend. Have you guys seen Masterminds? Uh, the animated? Movie? No, 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 oh. no. It's uh, by the same director oh, who did uh, exactly Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, but it's about it's actually a uh, uh, about a real life um, heist that actually happened. A bunch of rednecks pulled off like a heist of a of a um, 
what is it, the armored car type companies? That, yeah. Yeah, and it is like the funniest fucking movie I've seen in a long time. Wow, that got such terrible reviews. And no, no, no. Horrible it's, in the theater. I loved it, man. I'm just yeah. watching this going, it, because it's Funny. so it's so. I've been wanting to see it because of the people that star in the movie. Yeah, I like that's. Galifianakis. I like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Uh, the one from. Uh, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, Kristen Wiig. Thank yeah. you. And then I, there's, I love uh, Kristen Wiig. I love him. I can't remember who else is in the movie. This is the only two people I can remember the movie. And those two people are worth watching that movie. Yeah. So. Well, and that whole, it's like half the cast of Saturday Night Live is in that. Mm. And uh, Jason Sudeikis plays a hit man. And at one point, he's he's talking to a character and he's going, yeah, I'm going over to, uh, where was it? He was talking about some European country. He's going, yeah, I'm going over there because they got great butts. And then, and then Zach Galifianakis' character says, yeah, the women got really nice butts over there. And he's going, yeah, the, the women, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. I, I want to know who has who is watching The Handmaid's Tale. I am I'm not. not. My it. wife has sworn off that because it makes her very angry. Well, it makes it, her angry. It's supposed to. <laughs> yeah, but not in the way that um, you think it's supposed to. How does it make her angry? My wife is from Mexico, which is about 35 years behind the United States when it comes to women's rights. Okay. So remember, women there still make half of what men do. Uh, Women are, if they do one step out of line, they're called whores and they're called sluts and, you know, all that jazz. It's not like here where uh, people can often get away with things a lot less so, they so don't. When, when when it comes to like cultural that that cultural thing yeah. of, of 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 feminist, the feminism compared to there is very different than it is here. Okay. So that show really pisses her off because it's basically uh, it feels... an American version of what people are really going over through in so Mexico. F- so to her, it feels so... more like somebody just like putting the boot in. No, it's where... more like her going home. But but I know, but she's she's like she views it as more of an insensitive kind of I mean, I would imagine somebody coming from a culture well, like that uh, views it as a you have to remember that in the United States we're very self centered when it comes yeah. to our culture. Oh yeah. We do not think of anyone else. No yeah. one else could ever go through anything we've ever gone but through. Who else says we're there? Americans? Who else says they're Jeff? And no, and it's not just the, the, the Trumpkins and those people that yeah. you know are like America. You have to remember that even like the most leftist people that we know are in in up to and including people that are in this room um, can can often forget that in other cultures even though their western cultures are still very behind on many of those issues when it comes to feminine issues, which we have a long way to go in this country. Absolutely. We're all willing to admit that. Um, And, and, but in Mexico, they're quite literally 40 years behind. They're in the seventies. Yeah. As far as America is concerned, as far as the United States is concerned with their culture. And so their feminist movement, of course, they're so close to us that it's it's ramping up. Yeah. It is ramping up. It yeah. is it is something that's that's coming to the forefront, and that's a good thing. It's it's a very good thing. If 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 uh, 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 undermined people in your culture can come to the forward and and say what is on their mind and 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 speak about things that that have been bothering them and that have have been touted upon them, 
absolutely that should be done but that uh, that's my wife when it comes to like something like the handsmaid's tale it's like i'm sorry your gringos just don't understand and she's talked to other women within this culture that downplay her role as a woman because she's not from the united states and that it's something that she takes exception to okay is women from the united states downplaying everyone else's role in that feminist issue because they're simply from the states and they sh- they know better than everyone else. Oh, all that's right. all. Okay. And so that's that that is the why she doesn't want to watch The Handmaid's Tale. I want to watch The Handmaid's Tale, but there's like seven you other need, shows on top of that that I do want to watch. watch. You need to watch it. You really do need to watch it. It's it's eye opening because yeah. it is something that we that. I mean, it was originally written in the 80s when Ronald Reagan was president. Um, no, I thought it was from the 70s. My wife read that in college. No, no it, it's from the 80s. Oh, okay. Hmm. Mar- Margaret Atwood wrote it when Ronald Reagan was president. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Which completely and, and utterly makes sense. That tracks completely. And when you, uh, when you look at it from that perspective, uh, the first season is the book. And the second season and beyond is what happened after the book, which is implied in yeah. the book in some, in some way. Yeah. Um, because the, the 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 book actually ends when the women realize that their their authority and their power is really the ultimate power. Hmm. Um, and I'm not ruining the show. I mean, this you can see this coming in the in the in the advertisements. Don't, um, don't tell us that Han Solo dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or everyone dies, as the case may be. Yeah. Um, Have you guys seen the uh, Avengers sex toys? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. Okay, I'll, I'll bring that up later. Never mind. But anyway, anyway, it's it's really worth watching because it's not that it's not uh, a dystopian fantasy anymore it's really you know five steps away from from what could be today in the u.s and it's really funny that i mean i I haven't watched the 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 show but it seems a long ways away from what could be today it's not so you're saying that today we could enslave women just to have children we in can. in within the United States, we can. Can we? I mean, yeah. maybe in the Midwest. I understand. You just it puts the lotion on its skin, <laughs> but <laughs> I I could not see that happening in Bellingham. I couldn't see it happening in no. in a lot of places. But, it's yeah. Yeah. but the thing yeah, is, is, is when you look when you actually watch the show, you realize that it's not everywhere. It's not global. In fact, one of the interesting things you're saying about about how. Uh, it makes your wife really mad. Is actually Mexico is outside of that environment. They actually, as a sovereign nation, as an independent nation from the United States, somewhat, yeah, don't, don't do that. Hmm. And they actually are in talks with the United States in a trade negotiation to free women from that. Yes. Canada as well. I mean, it's literally just the United States. Hmm. And the rest of the world is then viewing the United States through the lens of where we would view, say, uh, really fundamentalist uh, religious cultures outside of our own. Mm. Currently, like in real life. 
Uh, you you got to watch it. I'm telling you, you got to watch it. We'll watch it. Like, it's I'll amazing. It. My my wife, Sarah, and I watch it. Oh, it's him, too. It creeps us out in every way that it's supposed to. And normally when yeah. we watch, we'll cuddle on the couch. But because of the nature of this, when we watch this, we have to sit on opposite sides of the couch. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Well, because... It just doesn't feel right to cuddle on the couch and watch this type of show. Oh, okay. Like you wouldn't watch, you wouldn't watch an, uh, uh, you wouldn't watch a documentary on um, slaughterhouse abuses while you're cuddling on Friday night with your girlfriend. Why wouldn't you? What? Yeah. <laughs> well, you might. I'd you be might. two fingers deep by that point. I, would, I, I don't I would, know about anybody else. I would, suggest, I would suggest you guys watch The Handmaid's Tale together and cuddle. Oh, I could totally do that with you. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get on that. If you're going to watch it, I would suggest imagine yeah. if... <laughs> Imagine if, and I don't mean to exclude you, Jeff, but I just happen to know that Rick and I have had these conversations before. Um, imagine if Mike Pence were president and he was fully allowed to do anything that he wanted by a complicit government. <coughs> okay, right. I mean, this is what I'm talking about in terms of how many, how few steps away this world is from yeah. where we are today. Yeah. I mean, imagine the destabilization of our political system, the destabilized nature of our political system right now. I think you mean the future just, of our political system. Yeah, I mean, and but plus like next we're week. Sorry, no, it's the truth. Like next week, but <laughs> sorry, no, we're so, headed towards war. It's simple as that. But go ahead. Well, even Rome fell. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. It only Rome took eight hundred years. We took two. <laughs> yeah. That's we're we didn't learners. even take a mulligan. We just took two. We're just done. Yeah. And it was like, okay, we're not even going to make it to three. Fuck it. Let's just do because it. Because we want the American empire to be the, the fastest falling empire because we're always number one. <laughs> <laughs> we could beat the Romans, damn it. Yes, Rome <laughs> fell, but it took a very fucking long My time. My God, they took forever. We could do it way faster than those guys No, did. the reason they took forever is is a very good reason. They were extremely powerful, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And we are no, nowhere near as powerful as we'd like to think we are. Yes. So... So, but, on that note, I think it's time for that's final That's my thoughts. final fucking That's thought. your final let's thought? Get, let's get all serious. Okay. Serious. I'm going to get all serious on you guys for just a second. I'm going to say I've really enjoyed the bear. I know. I wanted Is to try Citrus Galaxy. I wanted to try that, too. And now we're going to end the podcast, and you're pulling beers out. Yeah, Jeff's but we have to talk to Dave for at least another, like, 20, 30 minutes. So. Okay, well, we'll, we'll drink one beer. One more beer with Dave. I don't Dave. let you guys go away right away. So I mean, my, the only reason we cut off the podcast early is because you're a little bitch. So my final thoughts is I don't. I don't. Okay, <laughs> my final thoughts is I don't awesome appreciate. I don't appreciate being called a little bitch. Okay, first of all, Rick Poor. <laughs> oh my God, Rick, you're cut off. Really? He just like dumped it in the glass wow. like it was a, a, a fucking Mister Pib. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Mr. Pibb. Holy I God. loved Mr. Pibb when I was a kid. I just got a photograph of uh, my my poor. Ah, very good. I very would good. like to. Uh, and that's not even a real photograph because it was down here. When yeah, it, it was way worse. But it's, it's it has a. I'm it still has, trying to nurse this shite beard. It has relaxed a little bit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try. What is this again? It's the. Uh, it's the George Georgetown Brewing. Martha Stewart. Wow. Georgetown Citrus IPA. Oh, look at that. Seattle Beer Week, 10 years. Oh, that's that's nice. That's probably the that one won the podcast. <laughs> Did it win the podcast? Yeah, this is good. That's really good. All right. I'm pouring it now. I'm okay. pouring it now. Pour it, Jeff. Hurry up. I'm pouring it. You Hurry know up, what my see. final thought is? What's your final thought, Oh, Jeff? this is a better pour than yours. We we should always do our final thoughts. You in need this kind y'all of need voice. to go watch some Avengers. <laughs> we need that to- Avengers is a good fucking movie. I I tell you, I tell you, that Thanos, that Thanos guy, he's a, he's a purple nightmare. Yeah, I'm telling you, he's, he's a purple a, fucking nightmare. He's always in a the Avengers. Mood. They don't fare well with the, the, the purple nightmare. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's it. I'm doing redneck movie reviews from oh here on God. out. That would be fucking hilarious. We need to start a new podcast called the Redneck Movie Reviews. You got it. Tell me what movie to watch. We'll record it. Four, this is why you only have four listeners. <laughs> uh, this short attention pen span theater. Span pan. Oh my God, that's actually a really awesome idea, though. <laughs> redneck movie reviews. <laughs> redneck movie reviews. That would that, that would that actually purple nightmare. Just you know, uh, uh, spoilers reviews. Uh, but you know, mm. uh, I could do it. I could fucking do that shit. Wow, George Humber, I would give this a four. This is really good. Mm. I really like it. Oh, George. Oh Humber. my God, <laughs> that is. And that is so much better. That'll be my final thought. For uh, that is so much better. Yeah, that's my final the, thought is uh, this is beer. while the last beer was you know um, is you know how it feels when you go to the bar and you're just partying with your friends, you're feeling good, you meet a woman or a man, doesn't matter, uh, and then you, you 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 connect with that person, and then and then you go home with them, and then the next morning, you're trying to talk to them, and there's no connection whatsoever. That was the last beer. <laughs> this beer is, is, is more like as soon as you get to the bar, yeah. you see that person, they see you, yeah. and boom, there's just a fucking connection. There is something there, and this tastes like their private parts. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> It's divine. It's wonderful. I'm. I'm. You. You lost me way back. I'm still trying to catch up with what you're trying to say. But I. I, I, I think, think Dave I, understands. I think I get the general gist. Dave knows. <laughs> That's Dave's final thought. The thing is, is that Jeff really doesn't understand what that's like, because he was a loser. <laughs> oh no! Well, that was. So when he says he went to the bar and connected, no, what he never. really means is he went to the bar and offended <laughs> and then walked out. And then the next morning he touched himself and he was like, yeah. why, Jesus, why? And then that's the first beer. Because every time I masturbated, the puppy died. Why, Jesus, why? <laughs> yeah, that's that's my right. mantra when I'm masturbating. What are you talking about? Okay. That, was the, that was the first beer. And then the second beer <laughs> is the exact same story, but he's not crying. 
Exactly. And generally, I say Krishna during that one. But that could be me. I know. He's like, Hava, Hava, That's the best masturbation song. It's a great beat to it. You could stroke really well to that song. Got a nice dance I can beat to it. Uh, Yes, it's got a nice dance I can beat to it. Absolutely. That's absolutely it. Excellent. And you know what? This has been Beer Plus Three, and I hope everyone out there has enjoyed this. Um, because I have, and I'm looking right at a banana right now. So Is it a big banana? It's not really that big. It's 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 brown in all the right spots. It's okay. It's nothing to write home to mom about. <laughs> it's 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 certainly bigger than any of us at this table. But, Is it bruised uh, at the base of the tip? It's you know it's a it's a it's a shower, not a grower, but <laughs> it's lovely nonetheless. Just remember, foreskin makes it makes it look like half an inch longer. Oh God! <laughs> that's, that's until that's until wonderful. the head comes out and just peeks out. And, hey, I'm ready to play. <laughs> okay. I, I know, and then it's just like, then it's just like the Looney Tunes turtle. It's like. Well, hello there. (laughs) 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 Okay, Dave, you're doing visual jokes. I think it's in the podcast. I think it is too. (laughs) Okay, good night, Dave. Good mic, Dave. Bye, Dave. (laughs) Okay, this episode of Beer Plus Three is over, so you can go back to playing grab ass. This episode featured Jeff Swatman, Rick Anderson, and David Brown. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Whoa! No pants. Oh, I was hoping no pants. <laughs> this isn't that kind of website. No. Oh, that would be a great podcast. What's that? We're not wearing pants. Just that's the name I of the think, podcast. Didn't we talk about doing that one time? Uh, no, I think uh, Mike was talking about being nude. So oh, oh, there is that. Yes, that's right. No, no, thank I you. I feel like I should be lowered <laughs> down. I know. It, it seems like it's. That's probably okay. You're just right too tall. I'm just too tall. <laughs> Hey, look, it's all neck and no head. See, Jeff, the world was made for made for short people. Fuck those guys. <laughs> I can prop that up a little bit, though. That does seem... Like yeah, I was going to say, do you have, like, an uh, 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 Encyclopedia Britannica? War and Peace? I don't. <laughs> yeah, but Jeff's going to molest me at some point during the podcast. Dear Diary. <laughs> Dear Diary. <laughs> Jeff touched me. Episode 135 I, was a special hashtag episode. Hashtag you too. <laughs> hashtag Jeff touch me. What? Okay, about that last episode. Jesus. <laughs> I just got done listening I, to it. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to listen to the whole thing, but... Well, did I leave it any long like uh, parts that should have been cut out, like somebody leaves the room and everything goes quiet? No, but the... the <laughs>
the laughing at the end did go on for I an exorbitant I, amount I, of time. Yeah, unfortunately, I had no time to listen to it, so I just, I just like screw it. I'm gonna throw it all on here. I'll put it, get it online, and be done with it. There's no romance copy. Oh no, Jeff, there is with a Mexican copy. accent. That's not a Mexican accent. Wait, it's ecliptic, so it has to be a space Mexican accent. <laughs> space Mexican. <laughs> Alien? Yeah, space alien Mexico. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> it took me a second. Wow, it took me a second. Dad jokes start flying. We haven't even started this shit yet. This is what it is. Is it warm in here? Do you want me to go grab a fan? Are you like? Uh... No, I'm fan enough. Oh, okay. okay. I'm a, I'm your biggest fan right here. I know. I feel the blow. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at my hair just go. I. I don't know. I feel like a third. Happy birthday to <laughs> you. <laughs> Happy birthday to. I'm getting a little bit older and fatter, so instead of doing this, I have to do this. Yeah, but I can't see what you're doing down there. Oh. Yeah, I'll show you. Instead of doing this, I have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, that's... it is what it is. That's what happens is there more gravity in Sweden or what? <laughs> no, I'm just really fat right now. I mean, like right now, like it never how, happened how before. You, how, like, but how I is mean, that possible? They just don't... right now, like five minutes ago, I was good, but <laughs> no, right now. Things happen fast in Sweden. Well, yeah, you know, uh, you, get, you get those attacks. just happens. Yeah, but I thought uh, you were eating like Swedish food, and so it's all like just blah. Swedish fish. It's either based on a dare or not daring at all. <laughs> you... I could eat health. I could eat healthier, and that would be probably better for me in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But I don't because I'm lazy and not overly concerned about the long-term effects of bad eating on my health. Mm-hmm. I mean, wait, yeah. wait till you get to forty nine. <laughs> no, you know I'm, what? I, I've recently... I'm, get, I'm getting there. I'm working. I'm working on it, but it's a really slow process because I've got other things that I worry about, and mm-hmm. I just am not super motivated to to change right yeah. now. You know what? Uh, one of the things I discovered recently, and um, I already knew this, and it's like one of those things. That it feels like I have to keep rediscovering, which is to cut out high sugar sources of things in in your, you know. I I tend to sort of keep sliding on that, you know. All of a sudden, it's like I'm back to like grabbing a handful of M and M's, or you know, or, yeah. or it just and it, it's amazing the difference you feel after about a week of just cutting that stuff out, and mm. including like uh, high sources of like uh, carbohydrates too, like not eating so much bread and things like that. Carbohydrates is a really hard one for me. Yeah, well, your body your body ends up treating it and it metabolizes it from what I understand exactly. I mean, it's just like sugar. You might as well just be eating a handful of M&Ms if you're going to eat a bunch of That's bread. That's the thing stuff. is yeah. that I don't eat a whole lot of refi- refined sugar yeah. like candy or cake or ice cream or anything like that, but I eat a lot of carbs. And yeah. one of the problems that I have is that um, while I don't eat very health, I don't eat very super healthy. I don't eat ridiculously unhealthy all the time. Yeah. But I eat a lot of food. Okay. Like twice what I should probably or even more. 
I mean, way more than I need to live. Yeah. Probably more than I need to even feel full. I just eat to eat. Yeah. All the time. Well, you know, and I mean, that's not, that's probably not good, but it's better than like somebody who's, who's doing that, but including a lot of junk food in, in the mix. You know what I mean? There's probably a significant difference. There, there are other, there are things. I mean, there's a lot of things that are wrong and, and I also drink a lot. And that has a lot of calories. Yeah, that, that's my problem. But that that's that reduces sure. your stress levels too. So that's uh, there's a benefit there. <laughs> yeah, so does meth. But you know, you don't see people like go go into anger therapy and be like, you know, you really just need to smoke more meth yeah. and calm down. But maybe that's the problem. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe the world does need to have more meth. Or maybe that's like, the problem. I don't know. It's like a whole new definition of the meth clinic. It's the one where you go to get the meth. <laughs> the meth clinic. That's why I had I had a major dad joke moment when my my daughter's uh, getting a new job and she's she's like, oh, dad, I have to do a drug test, and I was like, which ones are they testing you with? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Actually, I've been, I've been reading that a lot of companies are in, in, that are stopping marijuana drug testing. Yeah. Yeah, it's about time. They're, they're not able to find eligible candidates. Yeah. Now that it's legal. Yep. It's about time too. I mean, it, the thing is, I, it's always amazed me the stereotype of pot smokers being lazy, you know, indifferent, just just having yeah. no mo- motivation at all. And um, everybody I have worked with that have been heavy pot smokers, they've just been hard working, hard working, really smart, creative, like problem solver types. Full of energy. It's like the the stereotype does not line up, and um, it amazes me. You know, I, w- I wonder how many companies have lost out on fantastic employees because they, you know, they do drug testing or weed people weed people out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, yeah, I, I think that's long overdue. Jesus, even with the pot not being legalized, it's, I don't know why anybody cared. I don't know. I read an interesting. Reefer madness. Yep. I read an interesting article, or I, I saw a video, um, how true it is, I, I don't know. Yeah. But it was about um, the shift from marijuana being not illegal and being something that people used to um, marijuana being transitioning through the, the powers that be um, and through advertising and and such to being a, a means to uh, segregate uh, Mexicans and blacks yeah. that that came yeah. into the U.S. in large numbers in, in certain areas, and they themselves would would smoke marijuana, huh. and then as the as that increased and they were doing it in greater numbers. The, the laws started to change in order to f- fuck them over pretty much I'm I'm yeah. paraphrasing horribly and and I and I haven't researched it myself but it but seems reasonable I've I read mean, uh, was done worse things wouldn't surprise me but I read uh, that it originally yes it was kind of along that vein but it was like one guy that wanted uh, a certain political office and oh. he used yeah. marijuana yeah. as a gateway to basically, you know, uh, tout his racist views. 
and then yeah. he got it ille- you know illegalized uh, he got it uh, you know as a, as a class as yeah. class something felony drug at the government level but yeah, it was one guy. That's what but I. But like that's in what I 1925 saw. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was yeah, a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. 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 And that he actually that the he actually uh, pushed to popularize the use of the word marijuana uh, as opposed to cannabis, whatever they were using, whatever they were using before. I don't. I don't remember. Reefer. But because marijuana is sounds. Sounds more sounds more ethnic. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. They were really. They, I believe, they really went after like the Hispanic populations. Yeah, and of course, you know, it's really sad too because all these years, you know, they could have been doing even even um, research like medical research was outlawed. Like the, you couldn't even yeah. have laboratory studies of it because it was just completely outlawed. And you know, you've always heard those uh, kind of urban legend type stories about certain things being you know, cured or handled with, with marijuana. But now we're actually seeing a lot of it, it turns out not to be urban legends at all. And, yeah. now, and now people, you know, you have doctors in some States actually uh, recommending it to their patients and stuff. We have a friend yeah. whose uh, son, he's, uh, he's autistic and she gives, um, she does that with him to, uh, because without it, when she gives it to him, he does less repetitious stuff. Yeah. It's like it, it stopped it puts a puts the brakes on that. Mm-hmm. It's like fuck, this shit's been illegal for, you know, all mm-hmm. these years and and yeah. there's all this potential in it. But, you know, whatever. I feel the it's same about key. cocaine, but <laughs> I just want to get the housework done right now. I was going to say, I mean, a lot of it, I mean, you have to pick your drugs for the right things. I mean, yeah. if you want to if you want to keep an autistic child from doing repetitious things, give him marijuana. If you want to keep a white trash guy doing repetitious things all the time, give him crystal meth. I mean, come on. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I'm going to alphabetize my audio cassettes, man. <laughs> That's Seven awesome. times. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I knew uh, I knew a guy in Oregon that used to do. Uh, um, it wasn't crack. It was like crank or something. It was like pre meth, but it was meth, but it wasn't meth. It was like when when it was like cocaine that was cut with something, whatever that was. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, he was like, oh, I do, I do that when I really need to like clean the house. Like so, he always had yeah. a stash. So when he needed to clean the house, he would stay up for like a whole day and a half. Just, just like fucking going deep yeah. into his house. He, he would get down on the floors and like scrub the corners. Yeah. He would describe it to me all the time. Like, no, I, my house is fucking spotless, I, but I, would, I just do this so I can do that. I would think if you're gonna uh, you know, use like an expensive recreational drug, you'd want to go have fun. Well, like, are we rec- are we recording right now? Yeah. No, we're not. Well, well, yeah, we are recording, but we haven't started. Can I start the podcast? Should I start the podcast? Can oh, I start the podcast? I was gonna say something. I was gonna say something, but if we're recording, I'll wait. Until after until after we're done recording. <laughs> until we're done recording. Until okay. we're not recording anymore. Okay. Oh, okay. Because sometimes Rick puts out things that are unedited. Like this week, and usually I don't do that. I no, know. They, that last podcast, um, oh, right. I'll, I'll do that off off podcast. But anyway. 